Live from Nashville, Tennessee, it's Dawn and Steve in the morning. Good morning from Moody Radio. Coming up, we have Chuck Bentley from Crown Financial to join us to talk about taxes. It's going to be fun, I promise. (laughs) And then a little later on, what do I do with anger? How do we help children process their emotions? I think there's a reason that those two things got scheduled together. (laughs) Taxes and anger. Same hour. Maybe. Uh, Sorry. There could be something along those lines. <laughs> yeah. Well, we are glad that you are here with us. And uh, yeah, like it or not, tax season mm. is kind of upon us. I'm starting to get those emails and those documents in the mail that are saying, hey, you're going to need this because tax time is coming up, whether it's uh, charitable giving confirmations or you know things from your bank that says this is how much mortgage interest you paid this year. 1099s and W-2s and all of that. The season is upon us. And joining us to talk a little bit about what we might expect in terms of a tax refund this year is Chuck Bentley. He's the head of Crown. And uh, Chuck, we appreciate your time this morning. Good to have you with us again. Well, thank you so much, Steve and Don. Uh, I'm not sure we've been uh, together this new year. It seems like it's been a long time. So it's good to be back. Happy New Year. It is good to have you with us. uh, Since uh, you're right, I think it has been since before Christmas. You guys have a good uh, Christmas season? You know, it seems like forever ago, doesn't it? It does. (laughs) Yes. Yes, we did. But uh, you remember it snowed uh, on, I think, Christmas Day or Christmas Eve. No, maybe the 26th. We had snow. You did, too. Mm-hmm. It yeah. was crazy weather, wasn't it? it was Elliot. It was Winter Storm Elliot that visited us all. That's right. Yeah, <laughs> well, you know right. what else visits all of us? What? The tax man. Uh, what is it? That, like, you can be guaranteed two things in life. Paying taxes. Death and taxes. And dying. <laughs> so, wait, since we're still here, Chuck, I know that tax season is also here. What do we need to know about filing this 2022 tax season? Yeah, I think about uh, my father when I think about taxes. Uh, as you, you were beginning your program this morning, I, I was listening in, and I fondly think of my dad preparing taxes on the dining room table when I was a little boy. And he used an old calculator, basically did them all by hand. And my dad could operate a calculator with one hand and carry on a conversation with you and get his numbers right. He was just amazing on the calculator. So I called him yesterday leading up to this point. I called him yesterday and said, Dad, what are you doing right now? And he said, oh, I'm working on my taxes. And he's 89 <laughs> years old. Bless. And wow. I said, are you still doing them with pencil and paper and a calculator? Oh, yeah, that's, I like that. I enjoy that. So it's just a fond memory for me. He really does like to do his taxes. And I think it's very informative. Uh, many people uh, today don't do it themselves. but when you do, it makes so much sense as to sort of what helps and doesn't help when it comes to um, the way we spend money, the way we give money. All those things start to come into focus. But what we can expect, uh, and I just recently had a question about this, that tax refunds are going down this year. They're expected to drop by about $500 for the typical uh um, filer. And what that means is that if you depend on that tax refund, for any reason at all, you don't need to have your, your, you need to reset your expectations because it's going to be a lot less. And I think we can talk about maybe why they're going to be less, but more importantly, why you should not be dependent on a tax refund. Yeah, that is a very good point. Uh, Before we get to the why not be dependent, 
why the change? What What is different this year from the previous year? Well, for one thing, the government wants to collect more in tax revenue. And so all Shocker. they have to do is, yeah, they just have to adjust what's qualified for deductions or not. A charitable giving does not get the extra deduction during COVID. You could deduct up to 100% of your uh, income. So if you made 50000 a year and you gave 50000 a year, that was all deductible. So people were getting a lot of benefit from that. That's going away because uh, essentially we're behind, you know, COVID is behind us. Child tax credits are being lowered. Income tax brackets are now shifting. You have to have, um, I think, more deductions, what are called itemized deductions, because the standard deductions are now increasing. So it's a little harder to get the deductions that you did in the past. Hmm. 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 You don't look happy about that. <laughs> oh. oh, so if we're filing our taxes, again, we're looking at 2022, we know. Charitable giving is not receiving an extra deduction. So those that have given a lot are just kind of dead in the water when it comes to taking that off and getting that refund back? Well, the standard deduction is a threshold amount. So let's say that it's um, just to use simple math, that the standard deduction is $1,000. And if you don't exceed that standard deduction, then you don't get the extra benefit for itemizing that charitable giving. And then you only get the amount over that threshold. So let's say you gave $2,000 last year, you're only going to get an extra benefit on the difference, which would be $1,000. And, and that's a little bit of an ouch. I think it's great for the government to incentivize charitable giving. I, I think it's one of the wonderful benefits of our tax code that still exists, there's always pressure for that to go away. Uh, many people don't like that. They feel like it's a, you know, the government is is uh, sponsoring church growth through charitable giving. I have a whole different view about that. I like to try to exceed that standard deduction, and and I think it's important that we do. Mm, we have some other things to find out from you, Chuck Bentley. We're going to come back and dig a little deeper what we need to know about our 2022 tax year that we're filing here in this season. Forget the A-team. It's the AM team with Dawn and Steve in the morning on Moody Radio. Joined by Chuck Bentley this morning of Crown, and we're thankful, even though we're talking about taxes in I, I'm trying to be thankful for taxes. I guess that means not I'm my favorite employed. subject, but, but it's a relevant and an important one. It is, and it is the season. Here we are in tax season. I know there are certain friends that you just forget about it till April because you're not going to see them. Chuck, we want to know that what we need to see as we're getting ready to file these 2022 documents. How can we maximize the return and? Oh, do you have like a, a little insight as to how we should file our taxes? Should we use the electronic services? Should we have somebody that's a professional or sit down like your dad does with pencil, paper, and a calculator? I'll answer a couple of those pretty quickly, Don. First of all, I, I like to file them myself. I like to use uh, one of the many excellent uh, software programs out there. I've been doing that for probably 15 years, and, and I find it instructive. I learn about the tax code. I learn about some of the things we do handling money that I can do better or differently. 
they do an analysis of your your income and expenses and it tells you it's just really instructional but i think more importantly what i would add this morning is you should strive not to get a tax return hmm why do you say that uh, because it it is so it's so funny most people think oh i get i get a bonus you know uh, we can celebrate i get money back what you've essentially done is sent the government money all year long that is yours, not theirs, and they're going to send it back to you at their leisure without interest. So you've made an interest-free loan to the government, and we feel good when they decide they'll send it back to us. So actually, the goal is not to get a refund, and that is so counter to what many people think. Uh, mm -hmm. They think, oh, they just, you know, I did something right. I've won the lottery. Here comes X thousands of dollars, and it's a good day. And even worse, they depend on it, mm -hmm. and they look forward to it. And it's a form of savings for some people. And I think it's just a really bad thing to get excited about uh, because it's not good management. How, how does that make you feel? <laughs> Ah, not so good. I agree with you, though. <laughs> I do agree with you. You know, you don't want to be giving them uh, your money that you could use or invest differently to no return on that investment. But we also yep. know ourselves, Chuck, and we might not be putting that $2,700 away or that $3,200 away. So we're thinking, okay, we'll just go ahead and loan it to the government. And though there's no interest, at least I know it's coming back. Yeah, yeah, Don, you, you're exactly there. There's some people that are comforted by that. They believe it's a forced savings program, and therefore they've done good if they get something back. One year, I think the largest tax return we've ever had was around uh, refund was around thirteen thousand dollars, and I was super super excited, kind of woohooing, and it was just such a, a, a you know excitement to me. And my wife looked at me and said, "You know, that's a thousand dollars a month we could have used." better than the government's been using it. Why did we do that? And I thought, oh, no. So <laughs> every year we're trying to work towards less and less. And, and you have to be careful because you could end up having to pay. And that is a really bad day when you figure out, oh, no, I've got to send them some more money. So yeah, that's I, I like feeling. doing it ourselves. I like doing it electronically. And I like doing it early. How about you? Steve, do you do yours early or late? I tend to uh, be a procrastinator, so mine usually get done somewhere around the end of March, very early April. I know I probably should be a little faster on that, but uh, I have so many different documents that I need to track down that I, I usually go through that process <laughs> over the couple of months. But like you, I use uh, tax prep software and do it myself, which is very, you're right, it is very insightful to watch the numbers change as you plug in all the information that's required. And you're like, okay, if I do this a little bit differently next year, maybe I could uh, actually, you know, save myself a little bit of money in the long run. Yeah. What we do, Steve, to that same end, we try to do it early. So Anne set up a file, a folder at home of everything that has to go into the software. Hmm. So there are categories. So there's an income category, there's charitable deduction categories, categories. There's uh, state taxes we paid for car registration. And I can literally just open the file, total the number, and put it into the system every year. And it just goes easier and easier and easier. And of course, we're so different. Uh, she's excited when there's no refund. And I still get a little excited yeah. when there's something 
I am comforted to hear you say that, Chuck Bentley, <laughs> because even though I get what you're saying and totally agree, there is something in you. Maybe it's just because of the habits that we've developed through the years, but you still are like, yay, I'd rather be getting something back than having to send extra their way. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And I think that by by having this system throughout the year, you can sort of tell where you are. By using this offline filing system, we kind of look at the file through the years and say, all right, here, I mean, through the, the months and go, all right, we're sort of trending this direction and we can make an adjustment either and something we're going to itemize. Then I think uh, we end up getting closer to a no return than, than uh, if we didn't do it the other way. It just waited till the end of the year, which, by the way, about 10 percent of all people who file file on the day that it's due, which is a really bad idea as well. That wow. yeah, I I <laughs> I will admit I have done that before and it was stressful it and I so probably stressful. missed mm-hmm. something that I could have itemized that I didn't. Well, Chuck Bentley is the head of Crown, and uh, we so appreciate your time this morning as we talk about tax refunds in the tax season time. And uh, he's got a great article that he has written. It's going to be posted or linked through our Facebook page. It's all about tax refunds expecting to be lower this year, but what can you do to maximize your return? Why does it matter? He gets into all of that in this blog post. We're going to link you to that through our Facebook page. Don and Steve in the morning. You're listening to Moody Radio. Dawn and Steve, what do I do with anger in the morning? It's Dawn and Steve in the morning on Moody Radio. Well, we're going to answer that question, my friend, Mr. Briggs. Appreciate that you asked. We're going to actually defer, though, to our friend Josh Staub as he joins us. And, of course, Josh and Christy doing some great work with Famous at Home, the podcast world, the authorship world, the speaking world, all the worlds. (laughs) We're so glad, Josh, that you're able to join us this morning. Hey, how are you doing, friend? I'm doing well. Thank you so much for having me. It is nice to see you. We were just discussing the next time that we get together, we'll have you in studio. But for today, we're just going to take a quick moment and get caught up on some things, namely this new book about anger and our kids. It's beautiful. And it walks us through the life of Alex, which I know he was part of your first book, How Am I Feeling? What's Alex doing in his new adventure? Yeah. So Alex is, um, he's got fireballs. Um, you know, he was angry and what am I feeling? And, uh, and and, I mean, anger is one of those feelings that a lot of parents don't know what to do with when it, when it comes to their kids. And it's the one kind of emotion that, you know, is, um, it's a gateway. We love anger because it's a gateway into the heart, uh, behind the child. And so Alex in this book is playing soccer. He's on a soccer team and he's just getting frustrated. He's getting frustrated that they won't pass him the ball. And, uh, and so he ends up kicking the ball into the water, um, knocks water everywhere, knocks it all over coach. And it starts to become a lesson, uh, on this journey into how does, how's he supposed to manage his anger when he gets overwhelmed? Well, I think that uh, that is one of the things that sometimes as parents, we struggle to know how to help our kids process that. And, you know, as I've watched my kids sometimes get angry, it, it doesn't do any good to just say, well, don't be angry. <laughs> and so yeah. as you watch your kid, you know, begin to maybe they're not full meltdown stage yet, but you can see it's coming and you're trying to nip that before you go all the way there. How do you encourage us to you know, right away jump in and engage our kids in a healthy way? Yeah, you know, one of the um, interesting parts about this is that um, we have this phrase in the book that says, um, uh, anger can show you what's deep in your heart. Naming that feeling can bring a fresh start. 
And the idea is, and even scripture shows that it's not a sin to get angry. Uh, the sin is what you do in your anger. It's what you do with it. And so, you know, the Bible says to be angry and not sin. And so I think we have to be aware that we don't want to just knock anger out of our kids. Like, it's not like we're trying to get rid of anger in our kids. It's that we want to teach them healthy ways to manage their anger and then give them language for what's actually going on. Uh, why are you so sad, Alex? Or why are you so angry um, that you're not getting the ball? Are you sad because you were hoping to get the ball? Are you disappointed? Are you embarrassed? Do you feel rejected? What is the feeling underneath the anger? And so there's different ways that we can get our kids to process anger. Um, you know, in the book, Coach Ryan actually has Alex go and just run up and down the field, kicking the soccer ball into the net as hard as he can multiple times to get his anger out. Uh, before he sits down and has a conversation with him as a way to help him get some of the energy out and then to have a conversation to go, now tell me what's really going on here. Mm -hmm. Josh, was Alex inspired by someone in real life? Um, Alex, um, Alex wasn't necessarily, although, uh, our kids certainly, uh, show this anger <laughs> quite a bit. I don't know that we're the only ones, uh, that have that, but, um, it's funny, uh, some other characters were inspired by different people, but Alex was just, it just happened to be Alex and anger. And we try to match the, you know, um, uh, in what am I feeling? Jenny was jealous. And then Jenny shows up in this, in this book too, but jealousy isn't a part of it, but we tried to, you know, just make that alliteration important for kids. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, if uh, you have not heard about Josh and Christy Straub, I encourage you to go to our Facebook page because we're going to link you to them. Their books, Helping Kids Deal with Emotions, so good. Worry Birds, uh, you know what to do with worry. <laughs> it was one that we read to our kids a bunch of times. And this uh, topic of anger, man, some of you may be dealing with that with your kids and encourage you to go to our Facebook page because we've got it linked right there. Don and Steve in the morning on Facebook. We're going to continue the conversation with Josh coming up in a few minutes. You're listening to Don and Steve in the morning on Moody Radio. Have you subscribed yet? Jump on over to YouTube. At Dawn and Steve is what you're searching for for some great interviews with Dawn and Steve in the morning. And please don't forget to like, click, subscribe. We're just two people away from 60 subscribers. So be those two. Be those two. It is slowly growing, which is great. You know what uh, has grown rapidly and has a lot of subscribers and a lot of downloads is the Famous at Home podcast. It is one that uh, I've listened to a lot of the episodes there. Admittedly, not all of them, but there's a lot, and I've checked out a ton of them. They're hosted by Josh and Christy Straub. They are speakers, authors, marriage and leadership coaches. They've written a new book helping uh, us help our kids dealing with anger. The book is called What Do I Do With Anger? And uh, Josh, you know, one of the things that I think we heard people talking about was during COVID, there was a total upheaval, the changes of schedule, the kids weren't going to school or they weren't doing so in the way that they'd been used to. So many things changed in the world of our kids that they struggled with emotion. Did you see that COVID was impacting the way that kids processed emotion? Yeah, for sure. Well, and I, I mean, it, it, it impacted the way that we, I think as adults processed emotion, which when that happens, you know, there's a trickle down effect onto our kids. And so, 
one of the most interesting parts about this is for us to be able to, especially as it relates to anger, and we talk about this and what do I do with anger, is, you know, the whole idea is to listen to what's going on uh, behind the anger. So a lot of the times what you'll see, even with COVID and with the pandemic and with things that, you know, anytime our life gets interrupted, anytime that something doesn't go the way that we expect it to go, there's uh, there's typically some anger. And, but underneath that anger is disappointment. Um, underneath that anger is sadness. Underneath that anger is rejection. Um, and one of the uh, scriptures that we use in the book, which I think is is really uh, important to pay attention to, I think it's the most sanctifying set of verses in all of scripture, um, is James 1, 19 and 20. It says, be quick to listen, slow to speak, and slow to become angry. And in verse 20 actually says, and we don't really, we, we quote that part, but we forget the second part in verse 20. It says, because human anger does not accomplish God's righteousness. And I think often what ends up happening is, is we get so angry and, and we typically hear that from the standpoint of how am I listening to my spouse? How am I listening to another person? Am I quick to listen? Am I slow to speak? I think we have to also apply that verse to ourselves and be quick to listen to what's going on within our hearts rather than being quick to speak and, you know, quick to throw blame, quick to, you know, wherever we're throwing our words uh, and then be quick to anger, you know, uh, but to be slow, quick to listen instead, to listen to what is actually going on. What am I actually feeling that's causing the anger? What life interruption did I have? And how has that affected me? And I think if we can give kids tools early on uh, to manage that, what ends up happening is over the long run, they learn that they can they they can do that in a healthy way, manage it in a healthy way, rather than turning to other things to 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 suppress or deny or repress their emotions, like you know, eventually binge binge watching Netflix or you know whatever it is that we turn to to numb our emotions. We get to teach our kids that hey, you can actually uh, name your emotion, and and that gives you control over it. Helping us as parents kind of look at our own anger as well, because as you're talking, I'm thinking about a conversation I heard in a shop one day where mom said, now your behavior is making me angry. And it, the child was just wow. acting out based on the need that she had. And I thought, oh, 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 oh. And this book that you and Christy have written is helping our kids, but it's going to vicariously help us as well. Josh, I know we're out of time. What Do I Do With Anger is the name of the book. You and Christy have done an amazing job once again, and we are posting Thank this you. little link. But hey, I hear you have a new Easter book coming out. Can you tell us that you're coming soon to talk about that? Yeah, and I'm going to be there in person so that I can be with you guys. Ten days of the Easter story. We can't wait for it. That'll my be favorite good. season, my favorite season. Josh Straub is with us, and he and Christy are famous at home. At least you're working on it. I know. That's what you always say. Yeah, always working on it. We're grateful to link you to their new work called How Do I Deal With Anger? What do I do with anger helping our kids? And you know what? It's going to help us, too.